Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, and uh, this next segment we're going to talk about things you need to know about getting VA benefits. And I have an avalanche of information today, and we're probably only going to scratch the surface of some of the benefits and resources available to veterans, but they're out there. And when I say VA benefits, I'm talking about money that's out there for you. And our next guest is here and has been fighting for veterans for years. She's an Army veteran, a County Veteran Service Officer, and uh, just one hell of a fighter. Jane Babcock. Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you, Phil. Hello, everyone. So good to have you. And, um, you know, when we first spoke, you you had just literally dozens of things that dozens of missions, it seemed like dozens of ways you could help veterans, spouses. Uh, get the entitlements and the benefits that they deserve. And I was most taken when you sent me over some information with this list, this presumptive list that includes ailments of every single kind, it seemed like, um, everything from MS to ALS uh, to deadly varieties of cancer. Broadly speaking, tell me about the document you sent me uh, with the hundreds of medical issues and and. And let's kind of flesh out exactly what presumptive means when it comes to this list. The list is actually part of 38 Code of Federal Regulation. That's the regulation that, that the VA is run by. These are all illnesses and diseases that they have proven statistically that a veteran, say, exposed to Agent Orange, he is two to seven times or more potentially going to get certain cancers, ischemic heart disease, diabetes. There's 37 cancers in that case. Now, ALS comes from the ALS Society having looked at their people and gone, oh, every three people, two of them are veterans. Isn't that unusual? Wow. So the VA, yeah, the VA takes that with the Institute of Health, and they have a committee meeting every two years to look review conditions. 
Now, I know we're fighting the fight right now for the modern GWAT era warfighter with respect to diseases and everything linked to the burn pits and linked to the airborne hazards that they experience, the toxic exposures. But with respect to a lot of these, the presumptive list here, these are known entities, uh, the lymphoma, okay. the Parkinson's disease, the prostate cancers, the respiratory cancers. These are all things that the VA knows are service connected and they presume that if you served in these areas, you are to be receiving okay. benefits. Am I correct in assuming that? If that's on the presumptive list, then yes, it's a presumptive. It's already published. There's many diseases, though, that they're still looking at that have enough evidence and with the right evidence from your doctor or others can be granted. So that's not the complete list, but it depends on when and where you were stationed. Camp Lejeune had from 53 to 87, the dry cleaning fluids dumped into the ground, which went into the water tables, which are carcinogenic. Now, I see that this list that you provided me was broken down by service era. So Vietnam gets some and the Gulf War era gets others in Afghanistan. They're still linking some together. But will one, the VA treat all of these conditions? And two, you know, how do you begin the process of being diagnosed with one of these illnesses and then approaching the VA? Well, the easy part is the fact that the VA will treat everything. If you are too far away from a VA facility, they will contract to have your care and services near your home. Say you have something like um, Agent Orange and diabetes and it develops into kidney failure and you need to have dialysis. The VA will then set it up right near your home. Mm. Because after all, for them to pay for you to travel, or if you're really far away, say you're participating in the prostate cancer study, that's, I believe, out in Texas or Arizona, they will fly the veteran out there to participate in that program. Hmm. So now as far as getting service connected, if a veteran walked into my office and said, I've just been diagnosed with this cancer or ALS. All we do is get the medical records, fill out the claim form, send it into the VA. They would have him come in, and if there was any testing they could do or anything like that, they would, and they would say, okay, this is where that veteran stands. Does he have the slow kind or the fast kind? Is he going to be deceased in the next year or 10 years from now? So it's one of those things that they have to decide which way to rate him. But most things, like cancers, as soon as you're an active cancer diagnosis, then they rate you 100% because you're going to be going through chemo and radiation and possibly surgery. So they know that your life is going to be upside down. You sort of touched on something there that I think is essential to the next part of this conversation. And, you know, we've talked about being diagnosed with diseases. We've talked about service connection. And we've talked about the VA. But you said when you walk into your office, what office is it that our veterans need to know is in their neighborhood where they can go, where does a veteran need to go to make the first step? Well, a veteran should, when they return from service, meet their VSO, Veteran Service Officer. In this case, most over 30 states have county and or tribal veteran service offices. So it's right there in your county capital. And you may have someone that's with the VFW, if you don't have CVSOs, you may have someone that works for the state that does two or three counties. So you can always call your county government and then check with your state government and or go onto the federal VA website 
And if you search the word accreditation, and then a veteran comes in, sits down, signs permission for you to be their claims agent. Once that's registered with the VA, you can, as a veteran service officer, I could actually look in their claim file and review it and see all the evidence that's already submitted. And, oh, well, here's that sick slip that shows that he was within the blue water of Vietnam. And point that out to the VA, and then they have to grant and that's, I think, what I found so interesting. Myself, not having any health conditions or having anything related to my service in the Navy, I didn't need any of that. But to know that even on the county level, there is a veteran service officer that you could just simply look up and they will become your sort of case manager, so to speak. They will help you navigate this labyrinth that is the VA. And you don't need a VA attorney. You don't need any of those extra layers of representation. There is someone afforded to you on the county government level called the veteran service officer. Yes. And because they are an employee of the county, you don't pay for the service. And because they work for the county, they also know about all the other benefits that might be available to you, depending on your income or your health status. Uh, do you need transportation back and forth to the VA clinic? Do you need, you know, should you qualify for food stamps? Or is their spouse possibly qualified to receive Medicaid benefits? So it helps in that you have all those other benefits and the state VA benefits. Here in Wisconsin, we have property tax reimbursement for our 100% disabled veterans. We have an entire 36 months additional education benefits beyond the military ones. So it's good to know your CVSO or your TVSO. Mm, good stuff. And again, that's why I called you an avalanche of information at the setup to this, because when you identify everything a VSO can do and a veteran service officer in your state and county levels, uh, when you identify all the doors they can open, it's just amazing what can get done. Um, I wanted to ask real quick, as we look into some of these uh, benefits for you know financial compensation, as well as the medical treatment that the VA can give you, uh, does your character of discharge matter? If you're OTH versus honorable, um, can you still qualify to get benefits? Can you still qualify to get the health care treatment? Depending on the circumstance, a, you have to have an honorable discharge and or general discharge. General is meant to be honorable. It's just that Eh, you got in a little bit of trouble, but not enough to actually characterize you as a bad apple. So other than honorable or discharge of dishonorable, if you had an injury in service or an illness caused by service, again, I refer back to the Camp Lejeune thing, they will treat you if it's directly related to service, but they won't open up the doors entirely to you as far as financial benefits or all other healthcare services. Uh, let's talk about some of the other benefits that are out there. Um, you mentioned this one in our call, and I found this fascinating. A wartime pension. Uh, what is it and who can get it? Any veteran that served on duty, active federal duty, and they served one day. If they served during a war period, then the VA will look at their total household income, subtract off their out-of-pocket medical expenses, dental bills, pharmacy, God forbid, assisted living and say, okay, what's your income at? Oh, you're below poverty. While you're living in the community, they bring you back up to poverty. If you are an older veteran that went into an assisted living, they're going to contribute depending on 
whether you're married or single, up to 2200 or 2300 and some dollars now toward the cost of that assisted living. So they're going to slow down how fast your assets disappear. That also applies to the widow. If a widow of a wartime veteran is trying to live on one Social Security check, which isn't much over $1,000 nowadays, and then they start taking out the 150 for Medicare, and you're paying a supplement, and you're paying other medical bills, odds are you're probably living below poverty if that's your only source of income. So then the VA says, okay, what are their liquid assets? What could they turn into cash tomorrow? If that's below $139,000, including their income of that year, they're going to turn around and start supplementing. Fascinating. And I think, again, something that people don't even think of, especially if you get out as a young man or woman and, you know, life's ahead of you and you end up working and years go by, you know, decades and you've actually never engaged with the system. You are unaware that, that you're even eligible for this and it's hanging out there for you. Um, again, another reason to go look up that VSO, that veteran service officer in your state and or County. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Memorial death benefits. Something else you'd mentioned uh, again for our older veterans and spouses describe what a Memorial death benefit is and what do we need to know about them? Depending on the circumstance, a Memorial death benefit can include a funeral stipend. If a veteran is enrolled in the VA healthcare system and rated for any disability or injury or illness caused by service, even if the rate is zero, the VA allows for a funeral stipend. And if the cause of death for the veteran were related to service, then that stipend can be a couple thousand dollars towards funeral and burial costs. There's also, of course, the memorial flag often either is directly sent to the funeral home or the funeral home picks it up at the post office. But in many counties where there's a CVSO, the CVSO actually orders them and keeps a stack of them in the closet so the funeral director can come to them, verify the military service, and then know whether or not the spouse needs to be pointed to the VSO office for that stipend or any other benefits that she may be entitled to. So good to hear. And again, this is just remarkable because I have heard through my course of reporting VSO over many years. And I always think veteran service organization, and that's the American Legion and the VFW and AMVETS and things like that. But knowing that there's another kind of VSO, a veteran service officer who is capable of helping you navigate the waters of VA benefits and of all these different programs, um, is just so comforting and to know that the work that you've done over the years, Jane, has changed lives. Share with me one real quick story about somebody that you've worked with who, um, just, just a real quick case where, you know, you made a material difference and what a VSO really has the power to do. I had a wonderful, lovely man walk into my office one day with two four-pointed canes because his Korean War frostbite had progressed up over his knees. It is a disease that disappears when you warm up and then comes back years later with the death of the nerves. And he came in and he said, is there any chance if I went to the VA, would they give me a scooter? He had never been to the VA. And I said, well, yes, but what's causing your problem? He said, well, I think it's my frostbite from service. I said, okay, we're going to file a claim. We're going to get you enrolled in VA healthcare. We're going to get you a scooter and all that stuff. But in the meantime, how do we prove that you had frostbite? I ended up having to search down and hunt down, and it took about four months to find one of the Marines that had saved his life 
because there was no documentation on the frostbite. And of course, I had permission to give him my veteran's telephone number. And when my veteran called, he was crying because he'd finally gotten to thank one of the men that had saved him. So he was like, I don't care if VA ever gives me anything. You've given me peace of mind. But he went from never having used the VA to 100% service-connected disabled veteran with home modification, auto modification, um, grants and things like that to take care of making his home easier and his, at the time, $3,000 a month. So tax-free compensation. Wow. What a beautiful story. Give me the one little detail about how his frostbite was service-connected, too. He was stationed in Korea, and um, what, their village was overtaken, or the combat scenario ended up that he was exposed to frostbite? Yes. My veteran had been shot out in the combat zone, and he had been brought back to a field hospital, which was located near a small village. That village had been blown apart, and all the records of him being shot were gone, and he laid in the frozen rubble during the winter for almost a day and a half before the Marines came in. So he didn't have records of frostbite. They took him back to their Marine unit, warmed him up, connected him back with his Army unit, and sent him on his way. Mm. And you helped him not only get the benefits, but find the Marine that saved him from a pile of rubble. Yep, one of the guys that dug him out. So needless to say, I sat in the office crying with my veteran on the phone. (laughs) And a beautiful kind of tears, too. Uh, Absolutely wonderful. Jane Babcock, what you're doing up there and what you have done with your career as a county veteran service officer is amazing. And uh, if somebody wanted to take a next step in investigating what they are owed or what they're due, again, what's what's that first step reminder that you'd make for anyone in the country? You need to find out where your trained and accredited veteran service officer location is. Most states have county veteran service officers and tribal veteran service officers, but there's always someone out there that at no charge will help you with your VA benefits. If you're looking to contact myself, I'm on LinkedIn, and I'd be happy to guide you in the direction that you need to go. Outstanding. Jane Babcock, B-A-B-C-O-C-K. And uh, again, thank you so much for your time, Jane. Godspeed to you. Thank you so much, Bill. And we'll be back with more when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch where 
wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.